It's time for you, yes, the Comics Cast. And if it's time for U.S. Comics Cast, and if it's Wednesday, that means stepping up to the microphone, looking like he's fighting a war without a care in his life. The I had a mustache to start Movember, Mo Money Millionaire, the one. The only, the CEO of U.S. Comics, John Rivera. Oh, yeah. And I am joined this week as every week by the COO, which nobody knows what that stands for. The Orco to my He-Man. The Snarf to my Lion-O. The veritable Bumblebee to my Optimus Prime. Charlie, don't. Cross the streams, Rivera. What's up, sucker? Your intro was better. It was. It was. I was really shooting off the cuff and Ooh. connecting a lot of dots. I was about to go pulling some good fellas and be like, hey, look at this stuttering <laughs> prick over here. <laughs> How dare you? I'm doing oh, I I'm, dare. I'm doing as great as you can be, considering it is now pitch blackout yeah. at 2.35 <laughs> p.m. Daylight savings time is such a relic of a time that would have never mattered to me. Yeah, I would have I mean, been the worst farmer. It's purely, it's purely farmer business. Like, but it's farmer monkey business. Just get up in the fucking dark. You decided <laughs> to make your living in a pair of overalls. Why do I have to suffer through fixing mom's clock time <laughs> in the fucking car? That's it's just not right. It's, it's selfish, it and is, frankly, I don't eat enough lima beans uh, to make that bullshit worth it. Not only is it selfish, dare I say, it's really fucking selfish. <laughs> it's not, wow. It's, strong words <laughs> from a strong man. Oh, man. Uh, if this is the first time you're listening, that was a real weird two minutes. Shame on you. <laughs> and you deserved that terrible introduction you got from us. <laughs> I think your half was fine. Minus- I mean, I thought the same thing, but I don't want to say it like that. <laughs> You're allowed because I'm a team guy. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it and somehow edit it. You just I'll like-, be like, oh man, I'll listen back on this like a few months. I'm like, wow, Mike, I was really off my game. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me. <laughs> just swap the names real poorly. <laughs> John Rivera. Uh, I gotta. Hey, I- my name is John. <laughs> Uh, I got to tell you, man, no matter what, I know you're doing better than the WWE roster that was trapped in Saudi oh, Arabia because they collected blood money Oof. and got trapped in that country because apparently <laughs> well, Vince started a dispute. This is in my story this week, but just the two <laughs> oh, cent version is, huh? guess what got announced today? Uh, they extended their contract like for many more years with Saudi Arabia <laughs> to bring them no, much like, closer or else, to 2030. So let's put it this way. The last time that we had this type of level uh, contract dispute uh, in our territory, it was between Boba Fett and the fucking Sarlacc (laughs) monster. And I think you know how that turned out, Vince. Sign here. I just cannot believe that uh, I'm watching a thing I used to really love Mm. just collapse under its own weight. You would think you'd be used to that at that point because (laughs) I know personally speaking, my love is almost a guarantee to (laughs) deteriorate something on a molecular level. The WWE has become the New York Knicks. My love is like the the blood of the alien monster (laughs) like on a spaceship. Like, good luck, motherfucker. You cut me. I'm going to bleed. You are going to be sorry about it. I promise you. (laughs) Fantastic. Uh, So... You know, Saudi Arabia blood money, yeah. hard pass unless they want to give what me some. What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, it's tough <laughs> out there in the streets. With that being said, the way the show works is we each get 25 minutes. We tell a tale. We, we We weave some news. We have a little conversation. <sighs> then you guys chime in on social media and call us tools. Uh, that social <laughs> media is all Almost constantly. U.S. Comics HQ. That's on the Twitter machine, the Instagram facts, and the Facebook. Yes, yes. Walrus. We've got a few letters, actually. No, that's not true. <laughs> those are from those are from mom. Those are all love letters from mom. Those are she actually is... from the library talking <laughs> about overdue books. Fair enough. So I'm on the clock first this week, and I have a question for you. Oh man, 
Who yeah. starts the topic of the question? All right, go ahead. Yes. Uh, does anyone who like Batman understand Batman? Well, I mean, on a uh, on a certain level, I, I, you know, and we've had this conversation both privately and publicly. Actually, I don't, I'm not sure if we've in this iteration had the conversation. Often, Never with these levels. Well, I was going to say it often uh, kind of starts as the the Batman versus Superman, not the movie, but <laughs> the concept uh, conversation. And uh, you know, we obviously have theories that are remarkably alike, much like our voices. Um, Which is why it's going to be easy <laughs> to swap that intro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, damn it! Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I think I think that Batman, like true Batman fans, as opposed to like you know just some random sixteen year old that gets a you know a fun bat t shirt from uh, from the mall. Um, uh, I think most Batman fans absolutely do identify with the 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 struggle, the pointy eared struggle, so to speak. Sure, uh, I would dis. I would hard. Huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a real shocking turn here. I can't believe it. And I don't think they do. I don't think they do. And I tell you, I tell you this, uh, because I I love. I, <laughs> it it makes me it makes me a little sad because I love Tom King. All right. Tom King is currently writing um, City of Bane. Gotcha. Which. It's a huge centerpiece of this DC's year of the villain. Mm -hmm. And he's going to follow that up with, it got a little bit delayed. Now it's pushed all the way to, to 2020, uh, January. But they're then rolling into Batman Catwoman, getting a series together. Okay. Now, I originally thought I was going to start this by being like, oh, great, another Batman series. And I was going to list off the 93 Batman series. But one thing DC <laughs> Batman, has... Which is actually a thing also. Which is... Uh, uh, something DC is is kind of fixed a little bit. DC really doesn't suffer from Wolverineitis, where Batman's not on on thirty five teams anymore. Hmm. He's just on seven. Yeah, it, the, um, the teams are all on Batman basically. Yeah, pretty much. He won't even bother to go someplace. He's like, you know what? Fucking Lannis, you come to Gotham. <laughs> it's just Arthur being useless at a subway. He's like, I got a big pool. Let's go. <laughs> uh Batman. His whole love story with Catwoman yes. infuriates me. All right. And I feel like they keep trying to shoehorn things into Batman because a, a small combination of they... Don't laugh at shoehorn <laughs> so, into sorry, Batman. Sorry. Phrasing, shut <laughs> uh, your mouth. I like, think... I, I thought that was Robin. I <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I think Zing. that they want to tell these compelling or new Batman stories uh -huh. and just can't. Batman's not Superman. He can't handle a romantic relationship because he's an obsessed. He, me, he's he's an obsessive person. I mean, it has been said, and it does. It is the opinion of comic book uh, those who are in the know even more so than ourselves. I know it's shocking; those people do <laughs> exist. Um, but I mean, he's been. He's been classified by many, many people whose opinion matters as a straight-up sociopath. He's like a maniac. The The concept that on some level, you know, like like the idea that maybe maybe Bruce Wayne is actually like a mental patient in Arkham and, you know, these, these villains <laughs> are a, a, a figment, so to speak, of his messed up mind. Um, like, you can actually... You can make a meal out of that. You can really sit down and digest that as a concept. Now, with that being said, the subject matter has got to be kind of a messed up dude. There's, there's no way, and and I would argue, I would argue that very, that very simply, he cannot have a, a romantic relationship. That doesn't crash and burn immediately. And I'm going to make a point of comparison. Okay. A character that clearly takes a lot of cues off of Batman, but in my opinion is a superior character. I'm allowed my opinion. I'm allowed to like sure. something more. Daredevil, in a lot of way, ways, fixes some Batman problems. Mm -hmm. Daredevil, uh, not nearly as much of a, a, a sociopath, but very violent at he's, times. He's sociopath adjacent. Yeah. Um, he's also like... Super into chicks, sure. And they found a way of writing that in a really compelling way because even his relationship with Electra mm -hmm. is wildly unhealthy. 
Sure. Now it's very you mean easy because they beat the shit out of each other, or <laughs> emotionally. Uh, I both, to be <laughs> honest. But this this whole idea that Batman would associate with a criminal mm. is not a Batman move. Okay. There's he doesn't believe. I haven't seen anything that's led me to believe that at this point in that character's story, where he isn't disillusioned at bare minimum to the idea of someone recovering from their problems and i would sure. i would look at two-face so you're as the example the animated right. series did arguably the best job so far in my right, opinion right, right. of showing this was his friend right. this was his confidant yeah he gets acid thrown in his face he goes cuckoo for cocoa puffs and no matter what bruce does he always goes back there's an amazing right. episode of batman the animated series where bruce pays for two-face to have surgery huh. to have his face fixed it's like right. the last step of it's his like, recovery it's not purple anymore he still sees a giant yellow eye <laughs> i don't know how you fix giant yellow eye syndrome uh, but in the mirror first of all how did that happen <laughs> it's just the acid what made the it like, hell kind of acid was uh that's what it looks like when i forget to take out my contacts and go to bed <laughs> it's just giant yellow eyes uh but they they do this great job of like well he's he's broken selena kyle yeah. <laughs> isn't even she didn't get bit by a radioactive caterpillar right. and is now she's just like, no, it's dope. Money, bitches. She is a fucking oh, that's nice. Kardashian. I'm going to go ahead and just take that. She's a Kardashian. And while I could buy well, I mean, her being into Bruce. The Kardashians are pretty terrible, but at least they technically do work. <laughs> uh, I, am gonna, just takes I am going to agree to disagree about them <laughs> working. Well, um, hey, what, listen. One a of them job is still a job. One of them did a, a job, job is once, a job. and apparently people loved it. <laughs> um, you can go to www. <laughs> but it doesn't. It, on no level can someone explain to me how it's like. No, I'm correct. But this is the exception to my. No, you know what the exception to his rule was hmm. uh, Jason Todd. Jason Todd was like, "Oh, this little shit, I can fix." He's not trying to fix Selena, dude. He. You're making him sound right now like like the worst college hot chicks that look at the bad boys like, I can fix him. Are you saying that, that Bruce is like a party school knucklehead that thinks she can fix the degenerate uh, in, the, in the class? What I'm saying is that would actually be a better story <laughs> oh, if God. he like saw Selena... Got little little dimples, did like dimples. Got sure. little like hearts over his head, sure. and was like, "Oh, she." If if it was the Bella from Twilight scenario, right. where it's like, "Oh, this she's she's a vampire from hell," that would I would buy more into that story okay. than I do. Batman's like, "No, it'd be great <laughs> if I had a girlfriend and we held hands." <laughs> now I think this all boils down to not understanding the character. And then I really fell into this like loop of like, well, who does get it? And f famously, I almost said, because I'm a pretentious D-bag, <laughs> Dark Knight Rises to me falls apart from the first second where it's like, no, he he's not Batman anymore. He doesn't do Batman stuff because right. he said he wouldn't and because he's sued. Dude, that's not Batman. I hate Ebert's voice, by the way. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't know why, but I feel like everyone tries to make him too much of a wuss right. or too badass. Well, when I mean, really that hmm. story is, he's a dude trying his best, and his failures are way more entertaining than his successes. Right. Well, well, Batman kind of getting up off the ground. I, you know, it, it, it really, again, not, not to, to bring it to the parallel of, um, of the kind of Superman-Batman two sides of the coin, so to speak. Um, you know, I've always been of the opinion that, that truly both characters are great. It's, it's, it's very often like the, the, the New York Yankees scenario. Um, you know, live, living in the New York area, there have been many, I mean, there have been some. Let let's let's pull that back. There have been there have been multiple Yankee teams where I I I I had no problem with the roster, so to speak. There was legitimate, uh, there were legitimately Talent. guys that that I would root for. Good stories on some of those teams, but it was the and you know God love them because they're they're our friends and neighbors most of, mostly. Um, it was the Yankee fans that I really had that I really took umbrage with. I'm like, you are just 
insufferable. The actual quotes like, the Yankees are the pride of the world. Really? Really? Do you think that in Kenya, where they're just having the worst day ever, they're thinking, well, at least we have the Yankees? No, no, they are not. So in that way, I've had my issues with Batman. Batman largely has been just fine. Even peaches on many, many cages, <laughs> m- might I say. But it has often been the uh, the the close-eyed, um, stomp my foot on the ground. Batman is the best. Nobody could ever beat Batman. He could beat anybody, no matter what. And and then he just it forces you to be the voice of reason. You're like, well, if I'm being honest, here's X, Y, and Z. And then then it forced it turns you into a a publicly almost like a Batman hater. But that all being said. Um, I, I'm I'm here to say on the record for for all those listening, go ahead and tell your friends and, and neighbors. Um, Batman is great, and Superman obviously is great, but they're they're literally great for the opposite reasons. In the sense that Superman is an individual who can do anything. He could take whatever the what whatever he wants. He could beat up whoever he wants. He can literally do anything, and with all that potential. What he electively chooses to do is to live, you know, li- live, uh, uh, you know, well within his means. Leave like l- he chooses to lead a quote unquote little life and to help everyone around him with his powers, which is which says something about character. Batman, on the other hand, I'm going to punch him in the face. But 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 honestly, he could be living. He could be he could be what his alter ego portends to be in the very best uh you know batman stories cuz i hate and this is kind of a a more recent uh you know th- out of my teenage years i almost never see stories that involve bruce wayne as like this playboy don't give a fuck only care about me character which that's his version of clark kent is like so important because someone should look at that guy and think this is the never the guy that's going this is never the jump on the grenade for other people person. This is the guy with three girls you know in a <laughs> two seater Ferrari and he only shows up for for work meetings like once a month type of like he's like a playboy living a playboy life like frankly you or I would do if we came uh, into that kind of money percent. tomorrow. I or would if end I was Superman this podcast right now. Yeah, exactly. Or for Superman. <laughs> Um, but but like I said, they they both electively choose to, in essence, go opposite what they're you know what they could be doing with with the cards that they were dealt. Because you know, for the most part, both of them, uh, to a large degree, Bruce for his wealth and and Cal with for his power, they 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 woke up. They they were born. They woke up and they had what they had. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, Cal uh, after a short short uh, space flight. Um, but, but that's, that's, I think what, what truly makes them great. But, you know, like what you were talking about with, with, with Batman and Selena, um, the, the movie I think did a good job in the sense that Selena really pursued him and he chose, he kind of allowed himself to be led by the nose down that path in spite of the fact of her background but but you know one one could could make the argument also what bruce chooses to do electively as batman is in is in in and of itself a crime vigilantism is a crime i'm not even arguing it's not as if he's like oh crime is a sin i'm not and i'm the you know i'm the priest i'm not arguing even the crime thing i'm saying him in any romantic relationship any woman doesn't doesn't fit the character he superman fell in love with lois and superman is is about sure. truth and after, and that's after lana and you know he he his whole loving heart man his whole life he's trying to clark's sense of humanity is based on his parents sure. more than anyone else because he's not human they the the kents loved each other in this huge, obvious way, it's sure. always depicted. Right. Um, look at the Christopher Reeves film, the right. the, the greatest example of Superman uh, in real life. Depiction, yeah. Um, his parents were old as hell, and still like in, they were mad old. In man. 2019, they'd still be like smacking each other on the booty. Uh. Like they're 
gross in love. It's never a question. The Waynes, by direct comparison, when we see them, seem very like prim and proper, where yeah. where they I you could very easily, and I'm not gonna go too on this, but you could very easily make the connection that like the Waynes probably weren't the most cuddly parents. Mm. Money doesn't necess doesn't generally lend itself. Not saying they didn't love Bruce. Well, I, I think I think to to your point, this it was not probably more shows of affection. I think it was probably more in terms of availability. You know, like with with the type sure. of money that the that sure. they had. You know, they they probably were not watching the six o'clock news on TV together. You know, on the family couch for the one TV. A million like percent. The Kents were, and and also the fact with Bruce is he lost his parents very young, whereas. Clark had his parents, you know, well into Absolutely. the scenes, and, you know, for his dad and, and his and his mom. But much but later, if I can have you just expand upon it. Uh-huh. So, so why was Papa and Mama Wayne not super available? What well, kept them away? Well, I mean, the, the 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 social and the financial requirements. Sure. Potentially, because yeah. again, you don't really see a lot uh, of those very true. But let's stories. just pretend that that is the case. All right. Uh, any billionaire so businessman. I am now publishing. Uh, um, <laughs> I am now publishing the Wayne's. The Wayne Chronicles. Um, not the Wayne's story because because, that done. because business. Yeah, business. They both probably had stuff to do. Yeah, sure. Capitalism, and you know, and and if sure. considering that you know the money, you know, at least in that iteration, um, you know, Thomas Wayne was kind of like the the business mind, and you know, sure. And, so, uh, but again, to to expand on that, uh-huh. um, Batman. Uh, 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 this is how I word it. <laughs> so Clark is sitting with Lois on the couch. Yeah. They're watching a a, a Lifetime. Christmas movie hmm. with their kid Jonathan. Suddenly Don't we make get me change my mind we get a we get a breaking news report. Right, missile heading to Hong Kong. Sure, right. What's two men do? Well, he's got to get going, man. He, he's got to slap on he the drawers. Probably he's either in like nice silk pajamas because <laughs> it's Christmas time, or he tears open his shirt, apologizes right. lows for the buttons, huh. uh, and he's like, "All right, brb," shoots out the window. Flies up into space, comes back down, stops that rocket, takes some photos, comes back. He's back in time before the news is done talking <laughs> about the, Superman uh... caught the rocket. Right, right. Now, potentially, walk sure. me through Bruce. He's sitting with one of his 63 kids. Right, right. Uh, eating tea and crumpets from one-handed <laughs> Alfred. And he sees breaking news. Right. The Riddler... Says he hit a bomb in downtown Gotham. What does Bruce do? Well, yeah, he's he's got to he has to get to work. Walk me through. Well, he's got to do his detective work, and also, but like even just the logistics of like, let's say he just wants to get to the crime scene. Sure. Walk me through him getting to the crime yeah, scene. He's got to jump on step his, by step. Jump on his on the on the uh, on the fireman pole and slide down, uh, slide down the shaft. And uh, jump into the Batmobile. He probably has a different type of drawers downtown. he wears. He probably doesn't wear yeah, like the, the Kevlar drawers. Sure. Kevlar drawers. That's he a has given. To pick. He Actually, has to, let me show you what they look like. <laughs> he has to load up his little belt. Yeah, naturally. He has to hit like well, the keypad. Alpha. So the Alpha probably loads with the, the car belt. comes up spinning, <laughs> nice and dramatic. And if it's winter time, you know you gotta hit the you gotta hit the remote start. So gotta hit nice the remote toasty. start. Uh, shovel the driveway. <laughs> he gets in his car. Well, again, I'm going to put the shovel the driveway in Alfred. Pro- he, probably, he, probably. He hits on his GPS because I feel like he doesn't remember yeah, stuff. Yeah, his see. GPS location. Gotham is a big town. Got to avoid traffic. He drives like underneath an ocean Naturally. and up through the woods sure. and down into the woods. Depending and on who's enters directing this. Gotham. Yeah, yeah, and he be. has to stop at a red light because <laughs> there's pedestrians. And he passes the theater. He gets out. He leaves a rose for Mon Pocket. <laughs> he cries a little bit. He gets in the car. He closes. So what I'm saying is uh-huh. Batman's night extensive. <laughs> Batman night. <laughs> Batman Batman like Baywatch <laughs> nights. Uh Batman ain't got time to write no poetry. Batman's not even answering texts from Dick Grayson. He's not even answering Who's his truly the love his, of his life. first son's Text them, go, hey, man, want to grab dinner? No time. I'll get drive through. <laughs> what I'm saying is the character just doesn't lend itself to romance. He's he's fixated. A non-fixated on Gotham Batman is dumb. Batman well, in space is dumb. 
I I mean, look, I I would I would retort that with a with a few points. First and foremost, Batman is like um, you know, Bat Batman in in this today's day and age is is kind of like the fax machine at work that people will use sometimes to make copies. And it's like it makes copies, but they're really not the best copies. That's kind of because there have been many, many, many uh, bat bat people being pumped out right and left. Batman, so, Robin, Nightwing, Red Robin. I mean, Red li- Hood, literally an army of them, uh, in uh, in different countries and and blah blah blah. Um, so one might say that if ever it was going to be a time for him to step back and really really focus on him and. You know, those special moments, you know, m- making those postcard moments with a special lucky lady. Now would be the time because sure. there are plenty of people um, that could potentially, you know, even if it was just like, you know, deal with a, a particular uh, nasty threat in the immediate sense. And Batman can show up, you know, later, so to speak. Sure. The, the EMTs yeah. can show up and then and then the ambulance. Let me ask you. A, um, uh, so so it's it's all about but timing. But. The, the analogy always that I think of in, in that sense is uh, where bat where where Superman is like a firefighter because it's like oh snap something now boom gotta go deal with it and you're back to playing cards and you know uh, whatever was going on beforehand whereas Batman is literally like a cop so or a detective you know in the sense of like something happened he's got to work some shit out and that takes time so sure. if you're looking at their time clocks. Batman's probably gonna earn the extra, the, earn the overtime because he is over his forty. But that's my, he's at but, his forty. But 40 that's plus. my point. The reason Lois and Clark work romantically uh-huh. is Superman can do it all. He has a time. He's Superman. The reason Nightwing can take Barbara Gordon, Batgirl, out to a lovely steak dinner <laughs> is because he's not. He's not obsessed with Bloodhaven. He's Bloodhaven's guardian, but he's not a crazy person. The reason Daredevil can take time out of his busy lawyer life, crime fighter life, is because he loves (laughs) fucking chicks, dude. He loves it. Batman loves being a detective. That's his obsession. Gotham is his girlfriend. I got you. So when you when you take a character, uh, nonetheless in 2019, and you go, no, Selena Kyle's gonna roll with. He doesn't want anyone with him, but he has orphanitis, so he always takes on a kid. The idea of him being like Damon, handle your own shit. Sure. Uh, peace out, Cub Scout. Little I'm gonna jerk. hang out with my girlfriend. Uh, are you, he would be the laughing stock of the JLA. Well, let me let me let me ask you this. Please do. So, um, who are the who are the two greatest loves of Bruce's life? <laughs> uh, Dick and Damien. Uh, no, uh, Talia, Al Ghul, Talia and Selena, and Selena. Kyle. And what do they have in common? They're both D-holes. They're, <laughs> they're both brunette. They Take old biddies. They are bo- Skin tight clothes. Again, they're both criminals if you, if you want to look at like sure they're, the, the they're short, on the, the spectrum long, they're bad guys yeah right if you're looking right 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 if you're gonna weigh them out um <laughs> they you know, weigh 89 pounds blank. soaking wet um but now that being said they also both do have their own i mean every character has their their motivations i mean it, to me batman alt when you boil it down to uh the 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 simplest points of the character it's not the pointy ears it's not the toys it's not you know whatever no it's it's detecting shit he is a detective and you know and again i mean i bring it back to the point and before it was joking but i kind of think you may may have been onto something um he he actually might be that the hot girl back in college who's like she wanted to fix for or or not even uh not not to belittle the point, but um, not even so much like fix certain certain uh, attractive uh, others. See past it. No, it's figure them out. I mean, what is the ultimate detective job? Like the the the, the ultimate figuring women out mystery. This yeah. is the, this is sexist he is, as hell. He is what king dingling, sir. No, I'm being serious. Like I mean, these specific two women. 
Um, the 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 one thing that I would look, say like these are some complex. That broads. is that is a wonderful they do crazy. That is crazy a wonderful thought. But the idea of him being like, I'm gonna put a ring on it nah, is but, but again, silly. You're also you're also making the assumption. Oh, oh, making the assumption you have time left, which you don't. Oh, <laughs> join the conversation on all of our social media. What do you think? Uh, again, I'll put it this way. Uh, it don't make sense to me. <laughs> but, John. Yes, sir. You had the best intro. You <sighs> made some I mean, salient it's, points. It's not a... Not a salient? Yeah, I sure called it salient. salient. Like green. Soylent <laughs> green. You made some good points. Thank you, thank you. I hope you're mentally ready. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm ready. You're on the goddamn clock. I'm ready. Here it comes. So, on the news front... Um, you know, I, on a daily basis, I, I like to start my day early so that I can get caught up on some shit and see what happened while I was zzzing away. What happened? Um, so what happened was... Okay, Google, what happened? <laughs> um, very often, um, the first, uh, the, the information that I want to look for is I love casting notices. Like, I, I just love him. There's I something him. real fun to see there if, like, just, what's in uh, your head. An idea I stole from you uh-huh. to show how much you love casting notices <laughs> is you cast the people in your phone. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I've done a bang-up job. I've adopted that policy, and it nice. is dynamite. Damn straight. So again, I'm not you just, paying any likeness rights, yeah. but... I guarantee if you're a celeb and you even remotely remind me of somebody who I consider a friend and deserves to be on my phone, you are indeed on my phone. So congratulations to you. You bear a striking resemblance to a certain madman in my phone. <laughs> uh, I will take a scotch, though. Thanks for, thanks for bringing <laughs> up. Um, so uh, now, now, again, this is one of those stories that uh, a lot of times rumor can be just like a fickle, fickle mistress. So you'll hear you'll hear through the grapevine, oh, this person was cast or they want this person or this one was asking for the role and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes you chub up a little bit and get excited because it would indeed be great. Uh, this was one that I heard was happening. First I thought what may happen. Then I heard was happening. Then I heard... Um, yeah, this particular person indeed wants it, and I was I still refuse to take the bait. I was like the You're like big I'm not ass, allowed to be this happy. You know that hundred and ten pound big mouth bass that like is like a like a local town legend swimming in the lake. He um, has no one eye in a sky. <laughs> For some reason, he's got a robot fin. We don't know how that came. Um, so I had heard rumor that Jeffrey Wright was indeed being cast as Commissioner Gordon. In the Batman, Matt Reeves, wow. the Batman, and I got so excited. I got excited uh, to the level it, it would have been like, "Oh, the news is out. John Rivera was cast as Christian <laughs> Gordon." Then, like that would have been one, and one A point A was my man right here, um, Jeffrey Wright. For those who are not in the know is just the very, very best. I mean, probably most recently, he would be, um, he'd probably be best known for his role on Westworld because he is like front and center on Westworld. He kind of is the, the the straw that stirs the drink on Westworld. Just ab- absolutely he's awesome. Just and awesome. he's 100% a robot. For anyone, spoiler <laughs> alert, that's just how it goes. Um, but also like... Um, you know, I loved him on Boardwalk Empire, and uh, I mean, he just like literally everything that he that he's in. He's one of these actors who who is in and of himself amazing. However, when he embodies a role, it's not you're not looking at, at you know you don't look at him playing he, a role and think almost Jeffrey Wright. Off his he face. is just absolutely awesome. Now. Again, and again, Bojack Horseman, notwithstanding, <laughs> when you look at the man, he is who he is portraying. He's not Jeffrey Wright. Um, but the issue that that comes to that comes to mind, and it's it's pretty ridiculous in this day and age that the conversation is still being had, especially when you're, you're talking about kidding. iterations of, of certain things. But this gentleman is a man of color. Um, and I can't believe I didn't see this coming. Well, well, and and here's the thing: I actually haven't seen it coming. I want that to be uh, prefaced, but my excitement was immediately tempered 
because the worm thought slipped in there. You know there's going to be dickheads that have something to say about him being black and playing a character that is white Traditionally, on yeah. you know in the comics and in in most other iterations then again you know batman uh the the batman franchise going back going back to the you know to the late 80s even um has a has a really ha- has a track record with with uh, um racial swapping characters because we had freaking lando himself billy d uh, you know, playing Red the role. Joke so, galleries. you know, one could, if they really wanted to t- take the, uh, uh, you know, take it to the, take it to the courts, um, can can have the conversation. But like, well, is the character, you know, because again, the the sin, the first time you saw the character, uh, uh, you, excuse me, not Commissioner Gordon, he played uh, Two Face himself, yes, Two Face yes. to be. Um, but 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 you know, like I said, but Batman has that track record of the ability to do so. My point, and and this is something that you and I have talked about uh, to a certain degree, um, you know, the the actual uh, aspect of uh, racial changing of established characters. And, uh, you know, we've talked about a few things in that kind of vein. We talked Um, about Batman. My point has always been if you have a character and you make them one particular, you make it a point to specify whether it's visually or in dialogue or in storylines or whatever their cultural racial uh, ethnic religious you know specificity you better you better address it that that was always my point because like you know we had conversations like well can you have a black batman of course you have can you have a black superman sure of course can you have a you know a black santa claus absolutely um, and, and every other different race and every other different sex and every other different, you know, combination of genes that you want to slap together. It just needs to be addressed like and and, and with with a black character specifically uh, in an Amer- in the American society, I've always felt that if you have a black Superman, let's say, you know, yeah. just to kind of track uh, back, back it up a little bit. If you have a black Superman. A black Superman d- does not grow up with the same experience as a quote unquote white Superman. And obviously they'd both be Kryptonian and hard. Yeah, that's both really what you're talking about. Um, which I, again, those I think that story would be fucking fascinating. Not interesting, not cool, not a head scratcher. It would be fucking fascinating. You just cannot pretend that it's not. Uh, to be dealt with, that it doesn't have to be dealt with. It's it it should it has to be addressed. If you it don't, is, it if is. you don't play with, I the don't fact see that color. What different. are you talking about? Ray Charles saw color. <laughs> Stevie Wonder sees color. You see color. What are you talking about? And it's okay. It's, it's of fine. course it's okay. Yeah. As a matter of fact, if you don't have, um, if you if if you put up your cast list and it all looks like you know like one particular flavor. Uh, in the in the Baskin Robbins uh, front case, you done fucked up. <sighs> what story are you telling where the entire story is one flavor of ice cream? I don't care if it is, you know, if it is a lily white vanilla or if it is, you know, a chunky Rocky Road chocolate. It cannot be. It doesn't make any sense in this day and age in a story that's supposed to take place here and now. Well, Gotham and now um, that you have. Uh, uh, a cast that looks like they could be related, you know, from 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 best boy to starring, you know, starring role. Um, so, y- y- you know, if you're going to have even an, a, a hope of having um, some kind of uh, some kind of authenticity to a crazy, you know, assumingly crazy, you know, four page you know, comic book movie. Um, where nutso stuff is going to happen, you do need to ground it to a certain degree. Um, so why the hell would a black commissioner Gordon, of all people, you know, uh, upset upset the masses? But look, I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I, I really hope I'm wrong. So, yeah, my question to you is, do, do you anticipate that? Do you think there's going to be any, uh, any uh, voices? I have to be totally honest. I, I spent uh, a minute just now mm-hmm. trying to find... Like a Reddit conversation or something, I am I am shocked that what I'm reading is mostly good. It's Excellent. mostly like, oh shit, this guy rules. 
Uh, a few people are like, who cares? This, there's certain characters that shouldn't be race swapped, but this is fine. Then I came across this one, which I kind of found uh, really interesting. This is off of Superhero Hype in the comment section of the announcement. I've come to the conclusion that Larson is correct. The new superhero movies, if not many movies in general, are not made for me. I want characters to be as they are written not changed for modern SJW notions or for social agendas. I have no interest in supporting movies when white, iconic characters are huh. made black, gay, or female. DC or even Marvel, there are a number I plan on skipping. Who is this idiot? I, I, I'm woman, going uh, to this uh, person's house. It looks house. like a middle-aged white woman. Um, but Susan, could, I will see you in like 30 minutes. <laughs> the This is one of the responses I'll just read real quick. This has nothing to do with SJW notions or social agendas. He's a phenomenal actor who will add to the role. He wasn't iconic for being white. He was iconic for being Batman's tough moral compass. I feel he's a better choice than, let's say, J.K. Simmons um, in the end. But, but he's also a great actor. Also great. Uh, I mean, they're obviously very different. This is, this is then the response, and then I'm done. Uh, find a phenomenal white actor to play the character is what uh, Susan said. Here's my question to you, though. Why is Susan such a dick? Why is Susan a rag? Um, no. This notion of she chose very incorrect words and her grammar stunk. But <laughs> I'm she, shocked. she wrote, I want characters to be to be as they are written. I find that funny with comic books because right. they're they're drawn. That's true. Colors. They're written as Commissioner Gordon. Do you think do you think they're gonna change the character? He this he's such a good Jeffrey Wright well, is yeah. so good at kind of becoming what he needs to become. Commissioner Gordon, for the most part, uh Gotham notwithstanding, tends to be a little bit of an archetype. He is the the copliest cop who ever <laughs> copped. <laughs> do you foresee them kind of making uh, a character change? Honestly, uh in in and when you're looking at you know, with what they're talking about, the Batman, the movie, the Batman, uh, wanting to do and like kind of regrounding the character and, um, you know, taking it to a place where that movie is not going to exist within the continuity of the extended DC universe. So here you're going to have a Batman, much like the Joker that, that you know, like a million, um, uh, you know, a billion dollars worth of people saw. All the money. Um you're going to have a Batman, you know, taking it kind of back to the Michael Keaton, uh, um, you know, iteration where Batman is like, I'm it. Because that's the other thing, you know. Oh, yes, Fantasy man, coming points. through. It's agreeing with me. Um, you know, there there is a conversation to be had where a, a guy who would decide to slap on the ears and the, you know, the rubber nipples and stuff like that inside – there needs to be a Batman running around out there in a world where there are, you know, Captain Marvels and Supermans and yeah. things like that, and Demi you know, Gops. and the Fantastic Fours and you know, monsters and stuff like that. What kind of an ego must that person have? Like <laughs> they need me and my and my, you know, and my <laughs> and my Swiss Army knife basically of a belt. But like, do they though? Do they really? Um, like, so I don't think you know what they need, Bruce. Where exactly. in space? <laughs> Green Lantern put him in a bubble. Seen Bizarro? Um, (laughs) So, 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 yeah. So, so the movie, the the movie, the Batman is going to now exist within kind of this, uh, um, you know, bubble, so to speak. So there, you know, that character does have a legitimate like uh, idea of, well, there, there is just me. I'm the, I'm literally the only one that could do it. And here, hold my, hold my cape. Um, so, so that being said, in that world that they're creating, I sincerely don't think it's going to take, it's going to make as much of a difference story wise, a story wise with having Jeffrey Wright as opposed to any other white actor. I mean, there have been some outstanding white actors that have played the role and their race didn't ever come up. It never, ever came up. There's, I checked the Wikipedia, uh, James Gordon traditionally is Scottish. There's never been that's never been right. focused on. Right, right. There's, like the, there's no Batman I, never ever uh, you know gets and, involved with the NRA or like uh, <laughs> you know their problem with England or you and know maybe I'm maybe I'm golf wrong. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong because it's a Wikipedia page, <laughs> but um, I don't I don't know if I've ever 
thought of Commissioner Gordon as, as, and mind you, I think it's important to note this, I don't necessarily think a Batman should be black. Because I think it, I think it's a much different story. You can well, you, you can hear it on the podcast. I think there's hundred percent is a different story, but it would be an awesome story to tell. Um, Kevin Smith for a long time. I would love to hear that story, uh, man. Writer, filmmaker, podcaster, legend, lover, uh, now weed dealer. Um, <laughs> he has been Wade talking. Watches Pitchman. Yeah, it's true. He's been talking about a a black DC universe would be interesting, where like all the classic characters are black. Um, just because of what that would mean. Like, what is the world where it's the same world, but now you're your richest guy in Gotham, black guy. This this uh, Greek chick, black. Uh-huh. Uh, this god amongst men, right. black. But let me ask you a question. In that, in his concept, I don't, and I don't know if you know this, but is it uh, is it like the um, is it like that? I forget the name of the movie now. I'd probably be better prepared. Oh, the one uh, where I know where the one you're talking the about. The entire the entire spectrum is race reversed. I mean, and it's not really race reversed because in that world, do Asian people become something different? Do Hispanic people become something different? Or is it just exclusively you're talking about white and black? Um, but, but in that scenario, just is Latin it just samurai that? samurai running around? <laughs> Actually, I would like to see that story too. I, I mean, I mean, write it. Wait a second. Um, but, but in, in, in Kev's idea, uh, is it that all black and white, characters are, are I, flip-flops or I, is it just the heroes i don't know his idea enough because let me in tell my you something head, i would really like to see well, the heroes in my head you want to talk about like a like a kneeling uh controversy where like you look at the nfl and and just, there are certain yeah. faces that you're going to see and and you the certain the people are rooting 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 but the section that sec the second that something comes up socially, all of a sudden now you're gonna get a bunch of opinions. If the majority of superheroes in a world were black, how is that gonna affect now the social situations? Are 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 normies, so to speak, gonna have the balls to after having their you know, an apartment building being, you know, on fire from top to bottom and every single inhabitant making it all out alive by uh, being saved by dark-skinned superheroes, are they going to have the audacity to still have something to say? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean that's that's an awesome freaking story. One of the things that keeps popping in my head is how much more interesting Batman v Superman would be with this group that's like, you're a fucking alien, you don't belong here, if Superman wasn't so white and handsome. Mm. Like, suddenly, imagine... Uh, I feel I don't want to just always cast the same person as well. Well, I mean, Michael B. Jordan was an actual, and has continued to be, and and still is, uh, a name being bandied about for to wear the and rightfully uh, so. to wear the S. He's fucking amazing. Um, but that's another thing. Like, it's this, this we we live in a very very interesting time because some people are clearly afraid to say anything that doesn't line up with this new idea, but but. Selena Kyle, speaking of Selena, also going to be a woman of of mixed color. Right. Zoe Kravitz yes. is is playing her, who I think is brilliant casting. Zoe, middle I- name, no, 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 <laughs> last name Kravitz. She is just swell. I, uh, but Selena Kyle is another character. and, and But we've I seen wonder, a black cat woman before. We have, but that's not the best example. What are you talking about? She was freaking awesome from the sixties. Uh, from oh the 60s my god! Batman yeah. series. Oh, and and a Latino Joker. Damn straight. She's a Romero with the mustache. You son of a bitch. We're He's not like, shaving our I'm mustache. Not, I'm not shaving for the mustache. you white devils. <laughs> it's been Movember in Gotham <laughs> forever. But I I wonder. Here's part of the problem. Our last names. The C, uh, I wonder how much of our brain. Have you okay? This might be too deep. Um, do you feel U.S. comics going deep? Do you feel they might have? No, I don't. Shotgun. I fear nothing. No, do you? I am numb. Do you feel different than what you would perceive as normal or average? Like what? Do I feel different than what I perceive everyone else to feel? Yes. I mean, that's that. That's yeah, a, that's that, a, that is. I, I apologize for the for the well. I mean, I. Can I, I can I specify? Is that too big? I can no, narrow no, it. You can you can please specify. I do have my answer, but yeah, please. Um, I imagine my friend Tahir, who's a black man with the name Tahir, mm. 
feels different because you don't look on TV uh, groups that are are marginalized. When when people say that, uh-huh. that's because the reason I'm obsessed with, let's say, John Leguizamo, right, isn't functionally different than my obsession with Kevin Smith. John Leguizamo, though, is Latino. He is. And there's something about that that allowed me when I was very young to be like, oh, that's an option. That's the only identifiable... That could be me. That's the only identifiable time where I have realized, oh, I don't always see me Uh on screen. Yeah. Oh, it suddenly clicked a lot of pieces together that the only Ghostbuster who's unimportant on advertisement and things like that, the only one that's not a scientist, the only one that doesn't really have a ton of lines is the black one. Suddenly I was like, I was, I was, I was thrust into this world where color suddenly kind of snapped into place for me so when i say that oh my gosh so before we said like everyone sees color i didn't until i saw a latino winning yeah but no 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 when i say that everybody sees color or you know everybody sees different you know and what i mean by that is like when when you have six of one thing whatever it is and then the seventh is is also lined up there, but it's different in one way or another. It doesn't have to be color. It could be, you know, just different. Because, right, di- different. If it's six Rich dudes and, not. and then this one girl, if it's, you know, uh, six tall people and one short person, if it, whatever the whatever the the factor that you want to focus on, wherever the um, the one that is just a, a variation of the theme you're going are that that's just how we're that's just how we're kind of wired you know for for good or for bad or you know for for you know uh, genetic or social or i mean that that goes way way deeper even than than i'm willing to jump in but there to a to a very very large degree with the exception of those who are brainwashed early and intentionally young i mean kids are the our kids are perfect kids are like human dogs because kids kids legitimately don't see color kids don't see don't don't make the distinctions kids you know when when you fell in love with the ghostbusters tv show and you heard the voices coming out the fucking guys did not do not you know uh, all, all due respect to the cartoonists <laughs> and stuff like that and design guys. You they, watch your mouth. They do watch not, it in advance. They do you not. You will respect me on this podcast. They don't look like the movie iterations and not you love close, the movies. Yeah. You know, they they gave my, my man blonde hair for God's sake. Um and their voices, while being distinct from each other and easily identifiable as kind of like the character that they were portraying, they didn't sound like the movie versions either. But as a child, now till the season started, that to suck. never ever enters your little child it, mind. It really didn't. At some point, though, you know whether it's again society or or chemical or experience or whatever. At some point, something does happen where 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 you know a switch gets flipped, and now you start categorizing. You start putting things away where your brain kind of thinks like, well, this, this goes, and we, you know, we, we've talked about this to a, to a degree also. And this is like kind of less comic book related and more world related. You know, when they talk about like Hispanic or Latino, which, you know, obviously is a category that, you know, the, the IRS or the census wants to put (laughs) us in. Um, it's regardless of skin tone and it's regardless of nationality or, you know, uh, um, uh, you know where your family came from. Even if if you and your neighbor and the one down the block all were all born in the same hospital, you know, on the same day, that becomes irrelevant because they you get grouped, 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 grouped. Because you can have dark skinned Hispanic quote, you know, slash Latino yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. What, what what we is come that? in? We come what, in, what is that? We come in black. Where, we come in white. Where we come are in you going to classify that person? You know, for, yeah. for your particular needs. So, you know, I, I think it really comes down to at some point, whether it's, 
you know, another voice in your ear or kind of like you doing the math in your head as a kid. You're like, mm, how does Santa make it to all these houses, <laughs> even if there's no fireplace and uh, so on and so forth? Where you start making those distinctions. Um, there are some uh, that just absolutely don't matter unless and, and again, just to, to reel it back into yeah. its lane, you know, for something like Jeffrey Wright, who is as fine an actor as we have, who is doing a superhero movie. In much the same way that, that Joaquin Phoenix did a superhero a or supervillain movie. And we're so lucky as fans of the genre to have the best working on our shit for us that we start taking things for granted. We should just be happy that Jeffrey Wright agreed to play this part. That must mean to me that the script is there's fine. There's something. That, the, that there's something of value to a, to a guy who doesn't need the check, doesn't need to fill his day with this particular project. To me, that means that this is something that's going to be of value. Um, I can put my Robert Pattinson fears aside. <laughs> Um, and and I can really really get you know start getting excited and, and waiting for this release date. But for the character specific of of Commissioner Gordon, in you know what, and and here's a here's a a, a, a good example on the Marvel side of the coin, Samuel Jackson. Yes. What difference? He's completely replaced. Did he make the visual exactly. for uh, that's exactly a very right. classically white guy who had a history of perhaps. Having more connections to answer your question from before, because I we're 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 dangerously low on time. Mm-hmm. Not only do I think people are going to be racist about it, I know <laughs> it. People don't like change. People are, people you know, it's very like funny. Change. Zoe Kravitz, though, not getting called out for his skin color, getting called an anorexic, all sorts of words. So there, uh, that is that is time. Oh, I'm, time! I'm going <laughs> to repeat this statement. Uh, I think people are always going to be dirtbags, and hopefully, Matt Reeves, the Batman makes all the money, and perhaps what we start seeing is a little bit of a tan on Selena. It's easy it's easy to look at the world and be like, well, just have your own characters. Make original characters. Except people don't make those movies. People don't They're not making that movie. Those comics. Maybe things will change. Maybe we'll be a part of it. Maybe we we won't. But I do know where we're gonna try. And as much as I too would love uh, a Latino character to, to be in D.C. and be prominent and get the respect. The truth is I get vibe, and every now and then those comics are, are good, and when like, they are good... Like the meme says, we have spy kids, and that's that's just going to have to hold us over till now. And uh, I, I, I would love to live in a world where, where maybe a, a different group was able to look through that that lens and look through that spectrum and go like, oh, maybe I'm just being a piece of garbage because I have everything. At, at some point, at, at some point, and and also it's the the vocal, the vocal minority. Those voices are almost always the loudest, and for some reason, seem to get the most attention. Um, you know, the majority of us, uh, and I use that term very, uh, very intentionally. The, I think the majority, which is us. The best thing to do is just to tune that shit out because the longer that we pay attention to it and debate it and try to argue the point and flip minds, the more power ultimately we're giving it. Just, you know, it's much easier to be like, ah, fuck you, you're an idiot. Yeah. Go on about my business, buy my ticket, which I'm definitely going to do, and appreciate the performance that yeah, I know and, uh, and Jeffrey Wright's going to give And me. if it lines up with what Jeffrey Wright does, I it's going to be amazing. The very last thing I'll say before we say our goodbyes and you can join this conversation uh, on all of our social media, it's at US Comics HQ. I looked at my comic book pop section of the studio. Uh, they're all white. There's a couple of red ones, green ones yeah. in there. I have as many aliens as I do, clearly <laughs> black or Latino. And uh, I'm going to count the New Day from WWE as superheroes just to help my numbers out. <laughs> That's not a. I didn't make that as a choice. I don't. I don't skip certain people. Black Panthers represented. I have a, a, a representation, but the characters that I'm given, the characters I grew up loving, a lot of them are very, very white. They were just um, the ones that were there, man. It's just like a sports team can't pick their schedule. A, a kid has no choice over what's on that cartoon lineup after school. And I want to choose characters, not aesthetics. So the reason I want to do that, though, is because characters are more important. I don't really much care what their skin color is. Again, didn't mean to get that 
<laughs> it just actually bothered or me. Or yell at you. Because I looked, I looked all around, and thank God I love Ghostbusters. <laughs> Winston, I have a lot of Winston Yeah, Winston figures. holding it down. And I just want to make one thing clear so no one misquotes me. I fucking love Winston. Winston's the <laughs> audience. With that being said. Winston's the man. And he, and as a dude, he is the straight-up coolest dude. Ernie Hudson has spent more time with me than any other gentleman who has been on Celluloid. Also played a cop who in the comics was white when he was in the crow. Full circle. Ladies and Boom. gentlemen, that is... That is CGR cast. You're going all the way back to CGR cast? All the way back? <laughs> That podcast was out before everyone had a podcast. probably something even before that. (laughs) For the CEO of U.S. Comics, I'm the COO of U.S. Comics. We, together, are U.S. Comics cast. Come back every Wednesday, and we will see you wherever you hear this podcast. (laughs) Say goodnight, John. Gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the universe, here in this great hall of justice are the most powerful forces of good ever assembled. Superman. Batman and Robin. Wonder Woman. Aquaman! And the Wonder Twins, Zan and Jaina, with their space monkey, Bleak. Dedicated to truth, justice, and peace for all mankind.